Hi, I'm Sarah Noble, your host for the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. For over 25 years, I've been on a spiritual journey, searching, learning, expanding, and growing. I've traveled the world, led by my heart, on a quest to know myself so that I can support others. This podcast was created from my deep desire to help you connect with your intuition and to inspire you to create a life where the impossible becomes possible and you live into your sacred dreams and desires. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, my loves. So, so good to be here with you today. I just love this time and space with you and sharing these readings. I love doing these readings. I feel they're just such a magical part of the world that we live in where we can tap into this divine Akashic spiritual information that is always available to us. And as we deepen our relationship with ourself and we become more empowered in who we are, we have more access to this information. And so thank you for being here on this journey with me. I feel it is such an important journey and really is one of the main reasons we're here on earth. It is the main reason, right? Let's face it, in my world anyway, that We are here to discover who we are, to really remember these gifts and to show up in our lives in the truth of us, really connected to this experience of being a soul in a human body with a human mind, with all the intricacies that go with that. So I love you for being on this journey with me. And do want to remind you before we jump into the episode of the free mini masterclass that we've created, developing your primal intuitive powers. And if you're not familiar with what primal intuitive powers are, this is what I call your intuitive gifts, your clear seeing, clear knowing, clear hearing, clear feeling. And I love to teach and help you explore these gifts and develop them. And the mini masterclass gives you an overview of these gifts, a little bit on how you can develop them. And the reason that I am really passionate about helping you distinguish which is your strongest, because I feel it's a clear portal into enhancing your gifts in a faster, easier way. So check the show notes. There's a link to the masterclass. There's also a link to the quiz, which helps you determine which is your primal intuitive power. And yeah, just have fun. (laughs) Fun is one of the main ways that we connect with our intuition. If we get too serious or we get frustrated or annoyed, I found it just shuts it all down. There's really just not a lot of place to play in there. And our intuition really loves this magical quality of our inner child. So check those out. And then for our reading today, Doug is here with us today. And a couple of years ago, Doug became an intuitive coach and started a podcast. And he's here with us today because he's looking for guidance and direction on his path forward and where to take his passions. So what we look at today through our reading is how people actually want to work with you, not because of what you're doing, but because of who you're being. And yes, it's important what you're doing, but underneath who you're being is actually the platform that what you're doing is built on. And 
it's so much more important about being. We also talk about how so often we hide from what we're truly here to do. We don't step into it because we're afraid. And this also ties into how our beliefs about what we're worth keep our abundance out. And so really looking at all these places that we get stopped about believing we're not good enough. We also talk about that life is full of possibilities if you are willing to see something different and how your beliefs and stories create your reality. So this being willing to look at them is so potent and powerful. We also discuss the power of having transformational support on this journey. We are here to work together and to help each other heal. And this idea of supporting each other through our transformational processes is so powerful. And then we also look at the magic of connecting into your why and being more devoted to your why than caring about what other people think about you. So lots of really incredible topics. I hope you enjoy this beautiful reading with Doug. Namaste. Hi, Doug. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Hi, Sarah. Thanks for having me on. A couple of years ago, I went and did a one-year course on becoming an intuitive life coach, and I absolutely loved that. I love coaching people. As part of that, there was many different suggestions given to us students on how to attract clients. One of them, one of many, was to start a podcast. And so a couple of years ago, I did, and I have that, and I've niched that podcast right down now to helping men develop their intuition, and I love the podcast. But part of the reason I started it was to attract clients to my coaching business, and as much as I love the podcast and I'm continuing it, it to date has not attracted any. So the number of people I'm coaching is extremely minimal. And when we had to get our hours up for certification, I very quickly and easily found half a dozen people to do pro bono coaching with, loved it, they enjoyed it, everything was great. But then when it comes down to charging for the clients, I started to have apprehensions because 30, 35 years ago, my wife and I were involved in Amway and we started back then to look at people as numbers. And for a little while there, I started to look at people I was meeting as potential coaching clients. And I was starting to look at them differently than I would have normally. And I quickly tried to snap myself out of that, bringing up the fear of the old Amway days. I didn't want to look at people as numbers. And so hence, my coaching is almost negligible. So I know I'm reaching out to the men of the world, helping them develop their intuition. So I believe I'm very on track with that. But I'm wondering all the time and effort I put into becoming a coach, was that just for me to start the podcast or am I failing those people I should be reaching out as a coach with by not pursuing that more? I guess that's where I'm at. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And I'm just watching the images come in and 
there's a couple different themes happening here. And so the first one I'm going to speak to is you're showing me a past life where you were a geisha. And I don't know if it's chronological time, but it's wherever it was in time, it's that equivalent of where you were objectified and the image is you looking into this pond and you're looking into the waters if you're looking for something, but what you're missing is that it's a reflection that's coming back up. And so this thread, right, where you in your sales is the word that's there, but it's more like this service, right? It's a way for you to untangle how you were objectified in this other life that is still threading through into this life where now it's the reflection, the mirror of you sort of objectifying people, right? In this sense of wanting people to buy Amway and beginning to look at them as just, rather than the humanness of them, you look at them as a dollar bill. (laughs) It's kind of the way that the image is coming in. So that's like on half of it. So that's part of what you're here to learn is to unravel that connection. The other side of it is, so you're showing me one of those, it's like the silver balls. They hang on a little structure. It sits on your desk and you grab one ball and you bang it and then it bangs all the balls and the other balls out the other side go. And it's this idea of things have been out of balance and you bringing them back into balance. And through this unraveling of objectification, it's coming down to this knowing of what service is really about and how you are not trying to sell somebody coaching or change their life. You're offering a reflection to somebody like this is how like to lead by example is the way that it's coming in. There's this really learning place for you of how, when you show up to coach somebody that it's not about you. And before you were telling me about your accidental client, and I think that was before we were recording, but In that scenario, right, you didn't talk about you. You didn't make it about you. He asked you a question about coaching and you very lively told him. And that's what he saw, right? You made it entirely about him and coaching. And it's this place where this objectification comes in and you're making it about you instead of about them and all this kind of tangle that's happening. So I'm going to pause there and I'm going to ask you to reflect on what that's meaning to you. What do you make with all of that? Yeah. And the conversation we had, like you said, before we were recording, when I was talking to that gentleman, he invited me to his house because he'd heard a podcast I'd recorded about coaching and he just casually asked me about it and I enthusiastically shared all about it with him. 
I had no idea why he was asking me about it, but he wanted to be coached and I had no idea. And so I just shared away freely and it happened. But yeah, and that was very different to how I would share any other time. And I've recognized that, but I don't know how to get into that frame of mind, that state of mind, that energy that I had that day with him. He definitely was not a number because when he said to me, that's exactly what I need, how much does it cost? I was shocked. And I very bravely told him the full price that I'd set, even though at that point, it would always have been pro bono. And he just said, yep, great. Send me your details. I'll put the money in your bank tonight. And he did. But the energy was very, very different there than how it would be. I don't know how to get back to that place where it was so innocent and just so naturally sharing about it with no strings attached. Well, when you go to share now, say it's a potential client and you're not in that enthusiastic energy. What are you in? What are you doing? I'm doing nothing. All I'm doing is still doing my podcast. In the beginning, I was talking in little parts there that I offer coaching and things like that, but I've totally dropped that off now. I guess I'm just hoping that I'll be like the Pied Piper. I'll just walk along with my flute, which is my podcast, and people will start following me. That's the hope I have. I just hope I'll turn around one day and there'll be dozens of people following me along because they like the message that's coming from me. Possibly I'm wanting it to be way too organic. I don't know. I'm not much of one to reach out on social media. I do somewhat, but it's just not something I enjoy doing a whole lot. Yeah. You don't need to. There's many, many successful people that do not do social media. I know a girl who makes a great income and she doesn't even have a website. So I believe that you can do it however you want it. What I do know is that it's not really about what you're doing. It's who you're being. So if you're being the person that sees people more as what they can give you rather than sharing an experience or however that story plays out inside you, it's not going to attract. It's a frequency. It's a vibration. So I'm curious about how do you, like you think of a client, what's your process? What happens for you? Like, okay, there's a person, I could reach out to them. And then there's this flood of information and then you don't reach out. You just keep doing your podcast. What happens for you? What stops you? Why do you get stuck? I guess I just don't want to be that guy that puts that energy, that frequency out that puts people off. I'm happy, very happy to tell people about my podcast because there's no strings attached there. It's their option whether they listen or not, whether they listen for five seconds or listen to every episode. And I guess that's where I'm at. It's like, am I fulfilling what I came here to do with my podcast only? No, no. Well, you show it to me like, one side of the image is lit up 
And then the other side is just dark and you're hiding. That's the sensation that I get from you. Absolutely. I am. If you said to me, yes, you just keep podcasting away and you've reached your life goal, then I would just happily do that. But I guess that's the clarification I'm trying to get. The clarification you're trying to get is? Is my podcast what I'm supposed to be doing? Did the coaching lead me to starting a podcast, which it did? So was the coaching just a step to get to the podcast and that's where I put my message to the world? Or does the coaching need to continue as well? Why did you take the coaching course? Six years ago, I flew from Australia to California and did a workshop learning to clear energy. And then I found myself back there two more times in the next 18 months. So I did a lot of that. And with that, intuition came on. And most of the people who were learning it were female. My intuition, it was coming on, but I couldn't understand or interpret it. I started to get quite frustrated with that. And about two and a half years ago, I literally driving in the car home one day screamed out to the universe, send me someone to help me interpret the language of my intuition. Because I felt like I'd landed in China and I was the only person who didn't speak Chinese and I couldn't understand what was going on. And two days later, I was watching a YouTube video of someone and they interviewed this lady. And I don't even know what they talked about, but I found the person being interviewed extremely interesting. I went to the show notes, found her website, started researching her. Next thing I found out, she had an intuitive life coaching academy. So I researched it, went right in, rang them, talked to them, and I signed up to develop my intuition. So half of what they taught was to help teach you for a year to upgrade and learn all about your intuition. And the other half was life coaching. So I thought, oh, I'll try this life coaching. And the first time I coached someone, oh, I just loved it. So that's how the coaching came in while I was on this search for developing my intuition. So if you had 10 people just like this accidental client, if you had 10 accidental clients just sign up and you had the choice to be with them or to just do your podcast, what would you choose? So one or the other. Or you can choose both if you want. Both. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'd take both. I would very happily coach those 10 clients. Yeah. If they all were 10 accidental clients just turned up and had my podcast going yeah, no, I'd be in heaven. So what you're saying in that, right, is that you would enjoy doing coaching. Oh, yeah. You just don't enjoy the part of getting clients. Yep. So you wanted to have clarity on if just doing your podcast or if you should keep with the coaching. And... Like when we're talking now, right? Like when we've got the podcast and the coaching, both sides are lit up. The part for you is this part of not wanting to be seen, hiding, what are people going to think? It gets muddy in there for you. And that's the place that's going to change everything, right? Because you've got to be willing to look at why. 
one, why you're kind of objectifying people, and two, why it's hard for you to receive in that place. Because in the scenario where the guy just signed up, there was still that little part of you that was surprised. Like, oh God, you really want to work with me and you're really going to pay me what I said? (laughs) So there's stuff in there for you, right? About your worth and about receiving. And as long as those are playing out, even if you just follow the path of the podcast, it's not going to bring you in revenue because your worthiness and your receiving are at stake. And until you dive deeper into those and really bring those places online, it's hard to have abundance flow in because you're keeping it out with those beliefs. Yeah, I can see that. Would you really be happy just doing the podcast? Well, it brings me a lot of pleasure and joy. But yeah, I know there's a lot more. You know, I'm almost 60 and I know if not now, when? And I I know I've got a lot to bring to the world. So I guess I'm trying to do that through the podcast, but I do really enjoy interacting with people. Many years ago, I was a professional firefighter and two days a week now I do fire safety training. And yesterday I was with a group of 10 people in in the middle of the city in a high-rise building, in a corporate thing. And I just had them eating out of my hands, just being up in front of the group, teaching them how to remain calm and all that. And it just, I love interacting with people, with groups or one-on-one, making people's lives better. So, and the podcast is good, but yeah, there is more. Yeah. And so right into that image, it's like that disconnect, right? Because it's not about being in front of people It's not about sharing your gifts on your podcast and in that scenario with the firefighting. You have that potential in you. And then here's this block when somebody is going to pay you money Mm. to then do it. Mm. And I don't have blocks everywhere with money. Like I mentioned to you just before we started on our acreage property, we've got a small B&B. And we put in, it's got its own private sauna and spa, and we charge a lot of money per night for that. And it doesn't phase me a bit because I guess I can see the value there and the clients keep coming and they love it. I guess it's just the value I see in myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's about your worth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see the value in some timber and plasterboard and... And it's an old rustic, you know, this is an old dairy farm and it's a rustic thing and it's just, it's unique and people love it. And I have no problem putting a high price on that. Yeah. And I love the words that you use, rustic and unique, because as you say those, like, that's how I experience you, mm-hmm. right? Worth. <laughs> and I think that's significant. Yeah. There's a thread too that I'm following that's related to developing intuition and that you're very passionate about that. And coaching is part of that is what I'm sensing for you. 
But I feel that there's a lot more expanding into developing intuition, helping others to develop it. Like there's the place in that for you as well. Like it's not just coaching how can we navigate the problems in your life or the challenges and help you see things differently. There's this desire in you to open awareness and expansion into intuition, like specifically. And my wonder is, right, if you start incorporating that into this other business model, this other half of your platform, your branding, that feels very delicious (laughs) in the sense of opening up more for you and possibly helping you navigate some of the space of being able to share what you do because you're good at sharing already about men and intuition and your own story and your own journey is very intertwined with that. Mm -hmm. Have you thought about this or have ideas about how to do this or a desire to do this? Probably six months ago, I did advertise once. I put some ads out on social media, very ordinary ones with my level of expertise in that to attract half a dozen men to come because I live on a couple of acres on a creek. It's a beautiful location. And I just thought I'd get half a dozen guys. We'd sit down on the creek for a few hours and discuss intuition and things like that. And I didn't get anyone apply to come. I put a fee on it. I had thought about doing it for free. And then people said, no, you don't do things for free. You've got to charge. People will then value it. And I get all that. So I did advertise that once. No one applied. Probably a week after it was supposed to happen and didn't happen, one guy did approach me and said, oh, look, I was working last weekend. I couldn't come. When have you got another one happening? But I haven't done any more with that because it was wasn't heart-wrenching, but it was like disappointing that I sort of put it out there and no one came. And if I'd have just advertised it for people in general, probably half a dozen women would have turned up. It's the men's space. It's like I feel like I'm ahead of my time sometimes with men and intuition, you know, two words that up until recently just don't go together. So I get that I'm not going to get dozens of men turning up. So, yeah, I've tried it once and that's all. A couple things in there, right? If you hold the belief that men aren't going to show up because they're not really into intuition, that's what's going to happen. Because you're focusing on the men that aren't into intuition. And I get that more women (laughs) are on a spiritual path right now. Right now, that's not going to be for always, but right now. However, if you focus on the men that are on a spiritual path, that are questioning, and you really visualize that these are the men that you are helping, that will change things, right? But there's a belief in you that is kind of almost against what you're doing. You're like, yes, I want to do this for men, but men don't really understand it yet. Mm, Yeah. So marrying, right? Like changing that and really recognizing that, yeah, actually men really are waking up 
and they really do need help. They need help a lot right now. <laughs> yep. I know. And I guess up to now, I've thought about attracting men who really don't know much about intuition. But as you're saying that, I'm seeing men who are very into it. And I've thought about this of me just facilitating the thing because part of what I'm doing is learning for myself. Three quarters of doing the podcast is just I'm learning the whole time through it. And I'm developing my intuition more, which is part of my life journey and life goal. So now I can see like to reach out to men who, in my opinion, are far more intuitively developed to me than me and encouraging them to turn up and me just facilitating it, like saying, you know, who wants to share about this subject, that subject, and have all them sharing and have a back and forth and not even me being the teacher, having all of them as actually teaching and get some energy together that way with guys. Yeah. There's so many possibilities, right? Like you're already seeing something different. Mm. So I want to just circle us back around to this way we started with you wanting to know kind of this direction or, and I feel in you that you're here for more than just a podcast. It's a beautiful thing that you're doing, but it's just a part of what you're doing. Because I really sense in you this desire to help people transform their lives. And listening to a podcast doesn't transform people's lives. It gives them hope and glimmers and things do change. But the transformation that I sense in you that you really want to share is more than just a conversation. Yep. You're right. So what are you taking away from our call today? Yeah, no, I can see a bigger picture. And yeah, I've got clarity now on where the podcast fits. And it's not the be all, the end all. It's just part of the journey. So I know now I've got to go back to start plans and things. And even if it's not directly one-on-one coaching, it's getting men together in groups to help all of us develop things. Because when we come together as a group, there's the energy that occurs there is amazing. And a couple of times I've had the privilege of being together with intuitive men, with other people who've organized things, and it's a powerful time. So yeah, and I can see that something that I need to be involved in a lot more. Yeah. And as you walk this path, right, the reminder that Focusing on your why Mm -hmm. and making that way more important than what other people think. Yeah. As you reach out to people, as you start to be more visible, focus on why. Why are you doing this? Mm. Does this feel like an okay place to land today? It does. Yeah. The why's, yeah. Very helpful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. To learn more about connecting with your dreams and your intuition so that you can create a life full of possibilities, visit me at www.sarahnoble.com and see how we can create magic together. A big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place for us all.